Jesus' message through us. And not everybody was raised like me. I had somebody the other day say, and they were from up north. I don't know where they were from, but I can't remember. They didn't go to our church. It was just out in the community somewhere. But they heard me talk or something, and they said something to the effect that, uh, you know, there's something about you southern people. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what we do now? But said, but you're, you're hospitable. You seem to be more gracious. I don't know. I was raised by a drunk woman. Oh, by the way, if I didn't say thank you, get slapped right upside the head. <laughs> Amen. So we learned. Amen. But there's just something about the language that we're giving off, guys. It's Thanksgiving time. But, you know, you know, this is something. The Bible says in everything give what? Boom. Very rare that it says anything like that in the Bible. In everything give what? That'll change your life right there. And everything? Yes, everything. Give what? On our worst day, living in Inglewood, Florida, we are probably in the 99.999 percentile of people in the world that we have it the best. Let's do some thanks. Come on, let's give some thanks. All right, right there, some thanks. <laughs> Amen. So let's go now with the message. Here we go, Raj. Jesus' message through us. We're giving off a language. Look at that. Isn't that sweet? Little leaves with hearts in them. Thank you. Communicating gratitude. Communicating gratitude. If you and I as believers in Christ, if we learn how to communicate gratitude better, we will be a better church. We will be a better, uh, we'll be a better town. It will be a better school. Where you work will be a better workplace. Did you hear me or not? When we learn, well, I'm thankful when I'm not, I'll tell you. We'd like to hear it, amen, say. It'll change your world, change your life. Yeah, but you don't understand what happened to me. I know my mother's in heaven today, and she's proud of me. She's saved, man. She put her faith in Christ. She became a child of God. She was not the, the drunk woman that... I knew my whole child growing up days. She became an awesome person. And, uh, but it wasn't that that saved her. It was her faith in Jesus Christ. It was her repentance and turning from herself and her sin and turning to the Lord. And it changed her whole world. And, uh, but I know that uh, when we're meeting together as a family this week, Mama's in heaven with other of our loved ones. And this will be my first uh, year that I don't have my sister Janice. And I'm sure mom's got her arms around Janice. And they're having Thanksgiving with us. Why, why should I not be thankful? Because mama was killed in a, in a brutal way, a horrible way. I'm not thankful for what happened. I'm not thankful for the way she died. But I'm thankful that Jesus has my mama. Amen? And she has everlasting life. And I can still, you know, I don't have these spooky visions or anything. But I can see with clear eyes often my mother with the Lord because I've got the Bible tells me a lot of stuff and I just put mama's name in there <laughs> amen she has everlasting life but no matter what you've gone through in everything give what y'all hear me or not some people can't ever get over crap not saying you're going to forget it but you can still be a grateful thankful person amen 
Find something and be thankful about it. And God will change your world. He'll change your life. So communicating gratitude, here we go. We'll roll with the message now. The two most powerful words that you can say to people. Say them with me. You might say it's, I love you. Don't go around telling people that you don't know that you love them. I love you. You're going to say you're an idiot. You know what I'm saying? I love you. But you know what you can say? You think they're going to think you're an idiot if you say thank you? Say. Like you're in a grocery aisle and you're walking down past people. I love you. They're going to lock their door when they, if you follow them out to the... But if you walk by and they move their buggy out of the way and you go, thank you. They'll receive that. Do y'all hear where I'm coming from? It's just too easy. It's too easy, isn't it? Too easy of a message. Thank you. Two most powerful words you can say. Thank you. The expression of gratitude. That's what thank, thank you is. It's an expression. It's an expression. And by the way, when you become a person who is walking in thanksgiving and being a thankful person, it'll start to show up on your face. Because it's just not two words, guys. It, you're giving off a language like this. Thank you! I'd have rather you not said it. You know what I'm saying? But thank you affects your face. A spirit of thanksgiving, a, gratitude, a grateful spirit, affects the way you communicate with people. Y'all hear me or not? Say. If you hate Florida, you're not thankful. Got it? Say. If you hate our governor, move. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Come on. I mean, we're free down here. You can't, you, I don't like him. I don't like him. Well, I tell you what, you ought to like him. We, you know, we were going to keep church open either way, but I could have been arrested. You know what I mean? But the bottom line is we're a free, we're free. Find something to be thankful about in this state. Did you hear me or not? Say, oh, I'm on a war path, aren't I? Thank you is the appreciation of kindness. Yeah, but it wasn't that big a deal they did. You could have still said thank you. Yes or no, amen. Thank you is what? Well, I don't know how to witness for Jesus. I'm scared. Did you know the most personal thing you can do with people is to say thank you to them? Just look at them. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Where's my military retired man I met today? Where you at, buddy? Now, what's your name? Holler it out. Destry. Is that right? How do you spell that? D-E-S-T-R-E-Y. Destry looks like he's in his 20s. He just retired in the military. Let's thank the Lord for him. Come on. <laughs> I got me another military man. You don't want to mess with me. These suckers will choke you. Amen? But uh, I just met this guy, you know, but I want, I want to communicate to you and to your family how grateful I am to have you today. You hear me? You matter. You have value. I'm glad you're here, man. It's personal. It's personal. You don't have to know the Bible up one side down. Yeah, that'd be good, you know, the Scriptures more and more and more and get in the Word. I, I'm all about that. Of course I am. But this can be real personal, just saying thank you. Amen? Say it's just right thing. I'm preaching to the choir, a lot of you, aren't you? This is the way you grew up, right? Say, where'd they get that from? The Bible. They didn't come up with this idea. My drunk mama didn't come up this one night when she was, you know, sauced. 
What's that saying? Thank you around here. It was in her heritage, in her, back, in her upbringing, which came from the Word of God. This is good stuff. Thank you must be what? Directed at what? Somebody. Absolutely. That's why this is great when it comes to body language. One of my favorite scriptures, but it's awful sad. Here's Jesus. He goes to a village, and there met him ten men that were what? Lepers. What does that mean? Well, it means they had a disease where their flesh was rotting off of their bones. And they would take these people and put them out in a colony away from other people so that other people wouldn't get their disease and their flesh would rot off. Pretty bad disease, huh? There were ten lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Jesus! They had heard about Him somehow, some way. Have mercy on us! And when He saw them, He said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. Now this is funny. Because the priest wouldn't have had it put out there. They're unclean, unclean, get away, get away! Go show yourselves to the priest. It came to pass as they went, they listened to Jesus. They're doing something they're not supposed to do because they're unclean. But as they went, they were all what? Can you imagine such a thing? What a miracle. What a miracle. It's funny. When Jesus did miracles, they were real. They were not what you see on TV. Did you all hear me or not? Yeah, but we can do what Jesus did. You ain't Jesus. Here's what Jesus wants you to do. Live for Him, share Him with others so they won't burn in hell. Okay? Let's keep that the main goal down here instead of this crazy stuff. Y'all hear me or not? You might not like me saying that. I don't care. If you're going to heal somebody, have your cell phone out and, and validate it because everything, He never healed somebody and they limped. He never healed somebody and they got healed of leprosy, but here's one of their arms that's still got all the crap going on. When Jesus healed, it was real. Say that with me. When Jesus healed, it was it was real. This was real, man. So they were cleansed. What? And one of them, can you say one? How many? One. 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 When he saw that he was healed out of ten, he turned back and with a loud voice he did what? He glorified God. I know this is a simple message. It's a simple passage. One out of ten. Do you think you would be thankful if your flesh was rotting off of your body and you met this man Jesus and he told you to do something and you went and did it and as you were doing what he said do, your flesh was made clean and white as snow and perfect. I hope I would. What about you? hope I would, right? I, probably the answer in this room is that we would be, but we are, many of us already know the Lord. <laughs> we got a leg up on these jokers, amen? And so he glorified God and one, 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 one did what? Fell down at, at, on his face at Jesus' feet and he gave him what? Thanks. 
And he was a what? He was a Samaritan. He was a half-breed. He was one that the Jews would say, you don't have a soul. (laughs) Unbelievable, isn't it? He was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering and said this. This is a huge burning question. Were there not ten cleansed? Say that with me. Where are the... The world today can't tell that we're Christians. They don't see a difference in us. I think this is part of the problem right here. We're not grateful people. We're not thankful people. Or if we are, we're here on Sunday morning praying Jesus. But how about out there? How about out there? You go somewhere. You get a ticket at a box office. You say what? You get you some groceries. Even if it ain't your order ain't just right, you can still say what? You're not starving to death, are you? Say. You understand? In everything, give what? Only one? Only one? Where, where are the other nine, Jesus said, they're not found that return to give glory to God? Save this who? Save this one that had been put down, called names. People would not even go to Samaria. <laughs> they would go around it. <sighs> because they couldn't stand the people so much. Maybe that's our problem. Amen? Good stuff right here. So thank you. Y'all all right so far? How are we doing, Teach? So far, so good? Thank you. Not everybody says it. One thing I cannot stand is when I do something for my children or they should say thank you and they don't. I'm I'm telling you right now, I just want to take their head off. Y'all hear me or not? I mean, I'm serious. You're a little in what? Great. And it's even worse when grown people do it. You're a grown human being. And we don't know how to say thank you. That's that. Hey, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on. I love that. I love that, baby. Oh, that was my son. <laughs> Amen. I really wasn't thinking about you. I'm thinking about the little ones I'm raising now. You're making sure. Well, you've been there. But you're up here, baby. Hey, we love Mitch, don't we? Don't we love Mitch and appreciate Mitch? Man, you're your own man. You're big as me now. 34 years old, he's his own man. And uh, my thanks ain't going to cut it. you got to have your own thanks, amen? And you do. Thank you. Not everybody does it, but everybody what? Any argument here? I'm willing to argue with you publicly if you'd like. Everybody should do this. Two most powerful words you can say to people are what? Don't forget that today. No, it's I love you. God bless you. I love I love you. I love God bless you. But not everybody's going to receive that right away. Or, if you don't know these people, you can absolutely not know somebody and say thank you to them and it's okay. It's one of the few things that you can do like that. Yes or no? This is huge. And our goal is to let them know that we love them, that God loves them. But guys, it's going to have to start with some thank you. All right? So, 
then why don't people say it? This is the message coming. Why don't people say it? I've been thinking about it. I've thought about it for years. Why don't people say thank you? Well, number one, say it with me, because we are self-centered. That's why we don't say thank you. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. It's talking about end times. Boy, if that's the case, then we're there. Covetous. Want what other folk have. Boasters. Look at what I got. Proud. I'm better than you. Blasphemers. Don't realize where their blessings come from. And instead of praising God, they curse God. Disobedient to parents. Parents don't matter anymore. But look what made the list. Look what made the list in last day's prophecy and what it's going to be like. Look at that word. Say it with me. What? 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 You mean because I'm unthankful I'm listed up there with boasters, proud, covetous, blasphemers? Absolutely you are. This is not God's will for you. God's will for us is to be thankful. And then lastly, unholy, unholy. Amen? So we're self-centered. That's why we don't do it. What did uh, John the Baptist say? He must what? And I must what? You want to know how to be thankful? You start to know the Lord. You start to learn who the Lord is. Listen, guys, I'm telling you right now. He loves your tail. He gave his life. You talk about the blood bus out there. I mean, you talk about the blood giver. That's Jesus. He shed his blood, and only his blood could save us because it had to be perfect, holy, righteous blood. The son of the living God. You get to know him. You decrease and he'll increase, and you'll be more of a grateful person. Capiche? Amen. So that's why we don't do it. We're self-centered. Let's look at another reason. These are, these are things that I think from the Scriptures. Number two, say that we're not thankful. Say it with me, number two. Because we're not what? We're not content. Let's just take a poll right quick. How many in this room at times you've been not content? Any hands? You're just lying. With a car, with a this, with a that, with a something else. This is who we are, man. With a house, with a fridge. Whatever. We're just not content. Timothy says, godliness with what? Contentment. Contentment is great what? Great game, man. When you can learn to be content. But we're not thankful because we're not content. But we brought nothing into this world. We forget that. You came in as a naked little baby. Now you've got clothes and shoes and everything. This is crazy. But we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we ain't carrying nothing with us. Why not, while you're here, be grateful for what you have and the people you have and the God you have? Amen. So we're not content. And having food and raiment, let us be what? Content. But they that will be rich will fall into temptation. And that's us. We are rich. We are. You might say, I'm not rich. You are rich. You're an American. You are rich. We are rich. Okay? But it's God that's blessed us. It's God that's blessed this land. And we're rich. And as we're rich, we fall into a what? A temptation and a snare. We see government today trying to rewrite the way America became America. 
Because, see, we're smarter now. We've got this down. We, we got the cat by the tail now. You're an idiot. We need to get to back to what made this country great, what made it, our founding. Because there you'll find not perfect people, but you'll find the Bible. You'll find principles that will work. Some of these things aren't going to work. How many know some of these things ain't going to work? Can I see some Let's take a big poll. It's just not going to work. But we're rich. In our life we do that. We fall into temptation and a snare. We fall into many what? Foolish and hurtful what? Lust, which drown men in perdition and destruction and perdition. The love of money is the root of all evil. For while some coveted after it, they bear it from the faith. Not just talking about money, but that's part of it here. They pierce themselves through with many sorrows. We're not content. But thou, O man of God and woman of God, flee these things. Follow after what? Righteousness. Doing the right thing. What Jesus says is right. Follow after godliness. Faith. Believing the Lord. Love. Patience. Meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. It's worth it, man. It's worth it. To want to be a grateful person. To want to be a person that knows the Lord. That loves the Lord. Fight that good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. This is not all there is down here. I have a home in heaven. Mama's there right now with her arm around Janice. And they're proud of me. And they're looking down. And they're having church with me this morning. I believe that with my whole heart. And i got Scripture to prove it. Lay hold on eternal life. Yeah, we got to live our life down here, but there's nothing wrong with getting glimpses of heaven. Amen? And not having both feet so much in this world that you can't know what heaven is and eternal life. Amen? It'll change you. This is just, this is just country preaching. Whereunto you're called, you professed a good profession before many what? This is how you're going to do it. So anyway, but we're not content. The Apostle Paul, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned, say it with me, say it with me. This is a great verse for all northerners. Say it with me. In whatsoever therewith to be what? You came here. We didn't drag you down here. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. Let's make this the best town in Florida. Let's make this the best, the sweetest spot. That when people come, they're going to, these people are different. These people are, I mean, they're not, I could throw all kinds of curse words in, but I'm not going to. These people aren't moaning and groaning and crying. And I mean, they're grateful. They're good people here. My neighbors are good people. I mean, people come out, you'll stand out in Florida especially on the beaches and everything, if you go to high school events. It just doesn't happen that much. But you're in a town that does do that. Did y'all hear me? How beautiful it is to go to a football game, and now we've got basketball coming up, and we've got weightlifting. Is Coach Schick here? Hey, buddy. You wouldn't mind seeing some of these people at weightlifting, would you? I'm not weightlifting. I'm sorry, wrestling. That's weightlifting over there. Cross-country, there's all kinds of things. Basketball, you can come out and be a part. Be thankful you live in a town like that. Amen, yes or no? Well, that was then. I don't do that anymore. It's pretty neat. 
just to let people know you appreciate them and you're there to support them. Paul says, I know both how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be what? Full and what? Both to abound and suffer need. See, guys, it really doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. It's who you know and, and how you feel down in, inside. I might not have much or I might have a lot, but either way, what's that got to do with anything? I'm a child of God. Say that with me. I'm a child of, I'm a child of God. I can do how many things? <laughs> that even means you can be thankful. Amen? Are we doing all right? All right. Number three, why aren't we thankful? Self-centered. We're not content. Oh, here's one. These are my words in case you don't like them. Number three, because we want control. We're control freaks. And when it doesn't go our way, we'll either give them a piece of our mind or we're not certainly going to be thankful. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so you cannot do the things that you would. So we need to be controlled by the Spirit. Y'all hear me or not? Say, being thankful is part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's part of who we are as a people. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust. Guys, if we live in the Spirit, let us also do what? Let us walk in the Spirit. Let us be a, a grateful people, a thankful people. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. We're not thankful because we want control. Hang on. We want control. Yes or no, amen? I earn this money. Or whatever. You what? I thought every good gift and perfect gift came from above, from the Father of lights, as whose variableness and the shadow of turning. I thought everything you had came from Him. And I know that's not normal for the average Joe to know, but that's the Word of the living God. What made America America? Jesus Christ. Our faith. You might not know your founding. You ought to check it out sometime. Why did the pilgrims come? They wanted freedom. Freedom to do what? Freedom to worship and to raise their children in the fear of the Lord. And over half of them died either on the journey here or that first horrible winter. And you have America because they had Jesus. And we are the fruit of that. Got it? This is good stuff, guys. Amen? Everything I have is the Lord's. I know things get rough at times, but guys, we don't always have to have control, and I am a crazy person telling you that. It's something I have to, I, you know, I have to deal with all the time in my life. We don't say it. We don't say thank you. Say it with me. You might be perfect here today. You might have scored 100, okay? But some of us still struggle a little bit. How about it? We don't say thank you. Say it with me because we're what? Because we're, and because we, now I'm sure if you wrote the message, you could have a lot of other points up there. 
But this is just where I'm coming from today. Self-centeredness leads to conflict. Why do I have conflict? Well, it's all about you, fool. Did you see how thank you could really help you in your life? It's also a blessing to somebody else. But this could actually help you with the conflict that you're having in your life that maybe some of you have had your whole life because of self-centered, not content, and wanting control. Self-centeredness will always lead to what? It'll lead to conflict. You think enough about yourself often enough and tell people how much you think about yourself? Somebody's going to punch you in the face. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. If they don't do that, they're going to say something. This is not good. So we're not content. Discontentment leads to what? Well, my gosh. I think we figured this thing out now. I didn't know Thanksgiving was such a big deal. You mean it could help with the conflict in my life? Today it can start helping. You mean it could help me with my complaining? Oh, absolutely. When you start being content, out the window goes the what? The complaining. By simply two words. The greatest two words you can ever say to somebody. Thank you. I want to be that kind of pastor. You matter. You two girls right here, you matter to me. I'm not better than you. You didn't have to come to church. But not only do you come to church, you sit on the front row. I just thank the Lord for you. You, I just thank you. You're a blessing. The little things you do. I see you at the hardware store. Are you still there? Okay, I see you at the hardware store. I was there yesterday. You went more yesterday, did you? I did. But anyway, but it, it, what, is it, what does it feel like when somebody like that, like me, just says thank you? Fills you up with glory was her word. What would you say when somebody says thank you? How does it make you feel? Makes you feel loved. So I could have said I love you, and I do. But it's amazing. I said thank you, and they were filled up and felt loved. It's crazy, isn't it? This is powerful. Yes or no? The pilgrims said something. They're the ones that started Thanksgiving. They lost their family. They lost half of the crew, their families, everybody. Harsh winter. And they're the ones that actually before they put foot on ground, they gave thanks first. Gosh, I'd want to get off that boat, wouldn't you? They said, no, everybody hold their horses. We're here. Let's give thanks. That's our heritage, man. Well, where does controlling lead to? Controlling leads to what? Cold. These are my words. Coldness. If you're a controlling person, eventually you will be alone. You keep controlling enough. And this is the pot calling the kettle black. This is Gary. You'll be alone, Gary. 
Y'all hear me? Controlling leads to what kind of spirit? A, what kind, a cold spirit. How can somebody have somebody at McDonald's get them their coffee and whatever, a little biscuit? How can you be so cold to not say thank you? Did you hear me or not say, your wife bring you supper? That was my mom. My mom would make my stepdad the best meals. I mean, she could cook carpet and you'd want to eat it. I mean, it was unbelievable. With fat back grease and mass. Are you kidding me? Everything was delicious. He was the most ungrateful, controlling person I knew. And the night before Thanksgiving, shot my mother. Shot the best person on the planet. The best person he would ever know. Boy, being thankful is pretty important, isn't it? I know it's, it's, the message has been like this. We've laughed and now I'm like, oh! <laughs> but you know what? It is what it is. We're done, Roger. Conflict, complaining, and cold. What do you choose? <laughs> Amen or not? Man, I choose thank you. The most effective way you can communicate or share your faith, I'm telling you, is by expressing gratitude. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, I'll give them a track. Give them a Bible. Hold up a Jesus save sign. Hey, nothing really wrong with any of that. You just got the cart before the horse. They want you. And when you communicate thank you, you're communicating value and worth to somebody. The most important thing on this earth that I can be thankful for are the people that God put in my life and in my path. Who said that? I did. Most important thing in my life are the people, the people, the people. In my life. Coach Southwell. I just want you to know I love you. It meant the world for me the other night. Coach Ogilvy texted me. Said he could see me running up and down the field. He was watching the game online. He said you were lucky to have me. You know what I told him? I'm lucky to have you. I'm blessed to have you. He's thankful for it. He gave this old guy an experience of an undefeated team. And you put in, you guys put in all the work. I just show up on Friday. But it made me feel like I was special. You know? Coach Schick, you and I went to lunch, didn't we, last week? Went to Mama's, didn't we? Was it good? But I saw him at the ball game the other night, reached out and touched, if you know it or not, but I reached out a couple of times more to you because you mean something to me. You hear me? The people in my life, you guys, amen? Charlie, been a tough, 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 tough year, the toughest year of your life, losing your wife. But you got us, Charlie. And we love you, man. 
And you mean something to me that you come and you sit and you listen to me. And it's got to be hard. But I appreciate you. You guys right there. Going through stuff, it ain't easy. But you're here. You're smiling. Just want you to know you're the most important thing in my life. People. Am I getting syrupy today? Why should I have you? Why should Fellowship Church, we know there's more seats here. We got that. COVID's still happening. Whatever. But this church has been out front the whole way. I've had people every week. We never shut down. I've had people every single week. It got down to a little bit, but I still had people. Why should I have you in my life? Here's the answer. Say it with me. Because I'm what? Amen? So just communicating back and forth to you. I'm done. Anyone who ever does anything for me does it because I am what? Not because I controlled it. And I got it to all work out. Anything I have, especially people, is from the Lord. Y'all had, y'all had every right to stay home today, didn't you say? Or go to another church, but you came here. I thank you, but I give praise to who? To the Lord. Amen. Thank you so much. Say thank you to people. Roger, am I done? We are. (laughs) Say thank you, thank you. Here's some other good words you can learn to communicate with. Here's three of them. Please, please, please. These are good words, aren't they? Thank you and please. Say thank you, say thank you, say thank you. Help me, buddy. It's showing them who? Because he said in everything, give thanks. So this is showing people Jesus when I do this. It's effectively communicating what? It happened right before your eyes today. I didn't tell you what to say. Now, those churches on TV, they, they, they tell people ahead of time, and they have the little microphones. That's a whole other story. God gave his only begotten son because he what? He loved people. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. People matter how much? Yeah. You can't really say thank you to your dog. I mean, you can. Thank you for bringing me that ball. Thank you was meant for people. Thank you was meant for people. Got it? The very best way I can communicate God's love to people is by expressing gratitude and by saying what? I'm just nailing it as we close the message out today. And saying thank you, this is huge. I came up with this years ago. and Maybe it's in a book somewhere. I didn't read it. And saying thank you usually evokes a certain two-word response from people. Guess what? Don't put it up. Don't put it up. When you say thank you, people usually say what? Well, look at that. Well, look at that. It'll help me with my conflict and my controlling spirit and my discontent. It does things that two other words can't do, really. It can evoke love and all kinds of things. But when you say it, people will say unusual words to you. You're what? That's why my brother Terry can't stand it when he says thank you to somebody and they go, no problem. 
And I get where he's coming from. It's like thank you, if you're not careful, guys, thank you can lose its effect. As we become a less thankful people, thankfulness won't matter anymore. We need to keep Thanksgiving alive. We need to keep saying thank you alive so that people will say these two words. You're welcome. And when they're saying that, they don't even know that you've already, they've already opened the door just a little bit for you to get into their heart. And that's where the gospel comes in. Y'all hear me or not? That's why mean churches are horrible. Amen? We don't want to be mean here, right? Amen? Let's thank the Lord for the word. We're done. We're out of here. Boom!